everybody. I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your Twilight face. We're back. Guys, do you remember that time that we tried to record this episode <laughs> and, and it turned out that it wasn't recording? <laughs> oh no, my I god, I forgot. You I really did next- forget. I did. I read the next chapter and was like, oh my god, this chapter is so long. (laughs) That's so hilarious. I I will never I will never erase that from my brain. Wow. Truly, every time I think about it, listeners, we recorded, if you missed our little like non episode, um, (laughs) we recorded two thirds of an episode. And then Maya interrupted us. And I was like, why is Maya interrupting us? Like, we're on a roll. And she was was like, like, go back and listen to it. We're literally not rolling tape. (laughs) Yeah, actually, if you haven't listened to it, you should. Because we were just, like, so delirious. Oh, my God. When we recorded that little update. I'm so devastated right now. I was on the couch after work (laughs) reading closely. Pen in hand. I was like, this is the meadow. It's the most pivotal chapter in the wow. whole book. I really need to do a good job. Scott was like, hey, can I talk to you about blah, blah, blah? And I was like, no. no. And it took forever. And I didn't need to do all that. Oh, my no, gosh. And now I don't remember anything from the oh, previous no. chapter. No, well, I have thing. no idea what we're I decided to not to reread it. I didn't skim <laughs> it. I have not. I have no idea what we're here to talk about. <laughs> And listen, it was it was pretty good the first time. Yeah, so it was. It I was don't a know. Pretty good episode. I, I can't decide if I think it's gonna be better or way worse. Oh, it's totally gonna be worse. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah. I think it's gonna be Here funny. I don't think it's gonna be. No, it's like gonna be a funny. Stute yeah. literary criticism. <laughs> <laughs> but we got some updates. That is so yeah, funny that I said that completely yeah, as a joke. You said that and very facetiously. Your face and was, Maya literally was very much like, oh god, I really did forget though. <laughs> I really did forget. That's very well, that's, well, listen, Maya has had a like big She's month. had a monumental She's had a time. lot. She's had a lot going on. A to be fair, lot to Maya. going on. They're the most listeners. Going on. I have achieved much recently. <laughs> I have experienced much. She's and I have lived woman. fully. I am a changed woman. She's lived a whole <laughs> lifetime. I, in no particular order, I would like to tell you listeners some of my recent experiences. Please. I was in California. And in California, what did I see but otters playing in the ocean, holding their little otter hands, oh, rafts man. of seals, sealing it up. Sealing it. humpback whales. Hump- Back holes? Humpback whales. You know. I saw whales, listeners. It was really cool. I saw a special species of fox that is only No, on... I'm gonna need you to I'm gonna need you to to kick it up a notch. Past the animals. <laughs> no, wait until you hear what's the fox. not impressed by the foxes. Oh. The foxes are special and they're the size of house cats. They're so teeny tiny and they're everywhere and so cute. And I saw ravens that were bigger than the foxes practically. It was sick. Okay, but remember that, okay, remember that time that you so- thought those swans were like as big as a mini cooper and were the biggest swans you'd ever seen in your life? And then we saw a picture and we were like, my, those are swans. My, that's a swan. Your your authority These about animal size has like been completely demolished. Oh. Okay, <laughs> I promise a raven could have carried off one of those foxes. <laughs> it probably happened the minute I turned my back. I just also want to tell you that I tell the swan story to like <laughs> people all the time. Look, I think the camera was deceptive <laughs> because they were humongous. They are not. The- I think there was a car listeners, in the background. Listeners, if you'd like to size. judge for yourself, there are pictures of these yeah, swans on our Instagram. Pictures. So go to the Instagram and judge for yourself how big these swans were. <laughs> and while you're there, like, rate, subscribe. Oh, yeah! <laughs> anyway, all that happened in California. What else happened in Cor- California? Well, I was at Disneyland when I found out oh, that I achieved that. one of my major professional goals, which was having a book hit the New York Times bestseller list. Oh, <laughs> It's so special, and it's like really outside of our control as editors, and therefore is a terrible goal. Because like, (laughs) but it's also very exciting. 
But it's That's so exciting. Yeah, it doesn't it's amazing. It's so cool. New York so Times best-selling editor. I didn't, I didn't realize that you were in Disneyland when that when you found out. I was stepping on wow, the Minnie magic. and Mickey's Runaway Railway, wow. and magic. it was very surreal. Great magic. ride, by the way. I really magic. loved it. Um, also, I got engaged, <laughs> and it was fun. <laughs> really burying the lead. Yeah. Well, I'm just <laughs> finishing opinion. strong. I'm finishing You're strong. Right. You're right. You're yeah. building. You're building I couldn't, over time. I couldn't not talk about the otters, but you guys wouldn't want to hear about the otters after that. Melissa didn't want to hear about the otters to start with. Well, we no, knew I, wanted to hear, I didn't want to hear about the foxes. Let's be clear. Okay, whatever. <laughs> if you had seen them, you would understand. Okay, well, tell us everything. <laughs> okay, here's what happened. We were in Big Sur, California, the rugged Californian coast, you know, so beautiful. We, like, padded amongst the redwoods. I hugged a bunch of redwood trees and was wow. just like, hello, trees. It was so fun. Um... And then we explored, we like did a bunch of hiking, uh, we had lunch at this place called Nepenthe, which is like high up on a cliff overlooking the Pacific Ocean, and you can see the the way like the coast is in Big Sur, is it's not like beachy, you know, there are little beaches here and oh, there, yeah. but it's like cliffs, oh, so yeah, cliffs the water like crashes rocks. upon the yeah. rock, yeah. it's so cool, so like we had like a sick view of that, it was so fun. Uh, and towards the end of the day, it started to rain. And Scott was being all, like, weird about the rain. He was like, the rain must stop. And I was like, I mean, eventually, yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and he was like, no. Like, it does. It, it's gonna stop. And I was like, sure, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> and this ranger had told us about a valley full of calla lilies in Garapalta State Park. So we were like, let's go find those calla lilies. And by, by this point of the day, it's, like, later. Like, I'm, like, kind of sleepy, you know? <laughs> so, like, we're hunting around in the so state So you're park. telling me that yes. you went on a long hike to find a meadow. <gasps> yes. Did you I fall over a lot? That. Did you fall Not over? once. Did you wow. Did Scott carry Well, me? you ruined it, but okay. <laughs> Uh, and I, we're looking around for these flowers, and I'm like, that ranger was a stone-cold liar <laughs> who was trying to sabotage us, because I don't see them. But then we kept walking, and we found them. And there was a big rock next to, like, a beautiful rushing stream, and, and oh, and the rain did stop. Scott was right. Uh, and the calla lilies were so beautiful, and there were so many of them, and Scott was like, you should sit on that big rock so I can take your picture. And I was like, wow. mm, okay, I love attention. <laughs> so I sat on the big rock. Suddenly, he's talking about how much he loves me, you know, like, down Whoa. on a knee. And I was like, is he proposing? But I wasn't sure, because he didn't have a ring out, and also... It is kind of normal for him to just start talking about how much he loves me, so I, like, couldn't really tell. Oh, my God, gross. Um, <laughs> but the water was really loud, so at one point I had to be like, can you speak up? <laughs> but then, when he pulled out the ring and said, will you marry me, I was like, oh, it's definitely a proposal. <laughs> and I don't know what I thought I was going to do, but what I did was I was like, hey, yeah, give, give that to me. <laughs> um, and then we looked up at the sky and there was a beautiful bright bold rainbow that's why wow. i was oh, like wow. did you pay extra for the act of god <laughs> uh and then everywhere we went after that i was like i'm not a jewelry person so i'm not used to wearing a ring yet so i was like Walking around with my, like, ring finger touching my thumb, like, I don't want to slip make off. Make sure, right, make sure it doesn't come off. Yeah, and, like, it fits, it's my size, but I was just, like... It's just gotta be extra sure, man. Yeah. I actually just took it off a second ago, but for the purposes of this demonstration, I'll put it back on there. <gasps> wow, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Thank you. Listeners, and it's listeners, blue. Listeners, it's blue. It's a, it's a simple gold band with a very deep blue stone like offset like it's not centered on the band it like sits on the top of the band yeah it's beautiful that didn't it's pretty sense, i like it. it's beautiful yeah um and it's like kind of tall so i feel like if mm -hmm. i punch somebody i could like get oh em. yeah you could really do you some know? damage really get them yeah like especially if i got like an edge it's the only reason know? i wear rings like i could scrape them yeah so 
I like it because, like, he gave me love and, and a weapon. protection. Yeah. <laughs> so I recommend getting engaged. It's really mm-hmm. fun. It's really I was like, truthfully, I would do this like five more times. Um, I mean, I'm gonna get right on it, Maya. Yeah, (laughs) like, I would get engaged again. It was sick. Oh, and then after that, we went to, like, okay, after that, I had to do a conference. It was really fun. Um, I really enjoyed my conference. But after the conference, we went down to Santa Monica in California, and when we checked into that hotel, that guy who checked us in, his name was Adrian. I loved him. He was so sweet. He was the only hotel person that really showed the proper excitement for us. (laughs) Every other hotel person was like, Oh, nice. Congratulations. But Adrian was like, let me waive fees for you. <laughs> and we like went yeah, up to a room. Yeah, told and like, us, I was like, you need to be telling to everybody be that you see at. so that you can get and everything. I was. <laughs> and I did. He like came up to our room with like a plate of like macaroons with what? little like strawberries what? on them. He was like, so you can celebrate. And I was like, Adrian, Aww. I love you. Uh, you. <laughs> he was angry? so kind and just like really made it feel special. And California is sick. It was so fun. And now we're home. Wow. That's my update. Yay! Now Yay! we're back to regular life. Yay, Maya. It's really weird. It's weird to be engaged. <laughs> I bet. It actually it's weird. <laughs> you, you're on your way to making vows. <laughs> to your face. <laughs> In front of my family? In front of your mother. (laughs) You could do the cop-out of doing private vows, but I I will judge you if you do so. I think the real cop-out that, like, maybe I'll go for (laughs) is the, like, classic ones. Right. You know? Like, only doing the classic ones. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's such a cop-out. <laughs> but nobody can judge you because you no. said it in front of everybody. You did last. Yeah. <laughs> so wow, Maya, what a great break you had. Wow. Yeah, it was okay, big. Well, I I got nothing to share. I got nothing. Really, let's be honest. Let's talk about Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Twilight. Uh, All I remember is that know. it was Melissa's turn to recap. Oh fuck. I have an idea. What if we did it together? What if we all... Tr- yeah, that... Okay, that'd be great. Let's absolutely do that, because I have... I no... Remember. What chapter is it? 12? What chapter is 12. Balancing? Balancing. 12. But then we gotta give ourselves oh. a grade. Collective yeah. grade. <laughs> I'm flipping pages as though I'm learning something. Well, I'm, not. I'm not. I'm just flipping them. Okay, I know oh, that... Oh, Billy! Billy and, and, and Jacob come over. And they watch, Billy and Jacob come over. They watch sports. Yeah, their oh, friendship yeah. is healing. <laughs> their friendship is healing. Um, Jacob makes it very apparent that he's still in like with Bella, and Bella hates sports. Hates sports. Yeah. Um, oh, she wa- She's like, will Billy say anything to Charlie about Edward? <laughs> oh like, yeah, obviously because- not. Obviously Remember, not. listeners, Billy saw Edward in his car with Leaving. Bella. Yeah. yeah. And he got real weird. Yeah. Um, okay, but Billy's like, like a normal person, so he doesn't say anything to Charlie about it. And I then don't Charlie know. asks, he like. He acted so weird. It's not normal to act like that. The no rebuttals of that? Oh, no, I was listening to the siren and trying to figure out if it was on my end or your end. No, I was end. really distracted by trying to figure out what happens next in the chapter, which I think... What happens next is Jacob is like, no, he's not going to say anything because, like, his friendship with Charlie matters to him, and Charlie got really mad. And Bella's like, oh, sick. Cool. Um, uh, and then they leave. And then they leave, and... Is this the chapter where Bella changes her story about the yes. day of the dance? Like, she tells yes. everybody she tells that, people. in fact, my trip to Seattle has been canceled, right. but I'm still not going to the dance, which undoes right. the whole point of her saying in the first place right. that she was going to Seattle, because the whole time she could have just said, no, I'm not going to the dance, but she's yes. protecting Edward. Right. Yeah. And Edward is like, but if... People don't know that you're with me. It'll be even easier to kill you because I'll know that I can get away with it. 
And she's like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You can get away with it. Right. Okay, and she's like, I refuse to be convinced to fear him no matter how real the danger might be. It doesn't matter. I repeat it in my head. So she's just like, whatever, I already decided that I'm going to be with him, and so it doesn't make a difference if he's going to kill me because I can't be without him, and so I'm just going to like be fine with him maybe killing me. If he's going to kill me, he might as well do it now. Oh, yeah, and then I made the excellent point that Bella should care about dying because it means less time with Edward. Oh, yeah, that was a very That was a good point. point. <laughs> Thank you. If she's dead, she can't be with Edward. That's true. Maybe she's really like, I'll haunt like him. She, she would care about that. <laughs> she would care about that. Listen, if though she hasn't quite gotten on to the whole, like, wait, could I be a vampire yet? That hasn't crossed her mind yet, right? I don't know. No, she's so. like, whatever on that. Yeah. So um essentially right she she hasn't gotten to the point where she's like well i could be spending eternity with edward but right now yeah because she doesn't know how it works yet right she's just like i can't stop hanging out with him i just can't stop hanging out with him not hanging out with him would be the same as dying so it doesn't really matter if i die exactly man i have an insight about that related to next chapter that i'm definitely gonna forget by next week (laughs) (laughs) write it down right now (laughs) write it on the page in front of you Oh, then Bella meets Alice. Yay! Yeah. Alice, right? Because Edward is leaving early so that he can go hunt, so he can be ready for their hangout hang out with her. tomorrow. Oh, yeah, and they talk about how the other Cullens feel, and it boils yes. down to, like, yeah, they're either mad or they just think this is weird. <laughs> fair, which is fair. Yeah, like, tracks. It tracks, and also Rosalie... <laughs> Uh, does some hissing or glaring or something <laughs> yeah it's like embarrassing <laughs> it's like embarrassing uh, i also remember having a funny thing that i said about rosalie and now i can't remember it <laughs> <laughs> oh this is horrible okay then mike tries to get her to go to the dance again and she's like no i'm not going um and Edward... he says we'd all dance with you and it's like you what you're telling me, like, sure, you're like, oh, we'd all dance with you. What you mean is I would dance with you I the entire time. You I would abandon not. Jessica at the <laughs> dance for you. Yes. Shameless. Um. Then Edward and Alice managed to find her key and, like, bring her truck oh, yeah, back. Right. Like, he and drove her note. to school, so they, the they go to fetch the truck. And oh, yeah, there is a note. note. Be safe, which was on a lot of icons. Oh, it was on so many. It's a good font. Good font choice. It was a great font choice. This is one of the only times where I see a different font and I'm like, wow, that is good. Normally, I think using different fonts is just distracting. (laughs) It's because it's so short. It's just two words. It's because it's so short and it's so perfect. Just right there at the end of the page. Uh, Bella does some laundry. (laughs) We get the dumb details. She does, she does laundry because she's, like, freaking out, but also, like, not freaking out. Oh, yeah, and I had the whole thing about the freaking out anticipation shit. Um, <laughs> one of my favorites. I don't know if this is going to be happening in any kind of sensical order. Uh, no, wait, save anything. it save it for after the recap. Oh, yeah! The we're going through. Are we still in the recap? Yeah, we're still trying yeah. to recap this chapter. <laughs> <laughs> then Bella's home. And she's like, by the way, Dad, I changed my mind, and you don't need to hang out with me. Don't worry about me. I'll run errands. You go fish. And he's okay. like, your shirt easy to live with, Bells. Uh, <laughs> then she, like, folds clothes, and she's like, I wonder if it hurts to die. And then she Oh, then she takes, takes the unnecessary cold Unnecessary cold Gratuitous drug drug use. (laughs) I normally wouldn't condone that type of behavior in myself, but tomorrow would be complicated enough. She's off the rails. Without me being loopy from sleep deprivation. She's off the rails. So uh, she wakes up. Edward comes over to pick her up. They're both wearing light tan sweaters. (laughs) They match. Uh, Then they drive out to the woods, and she's like, You want me to hike? Oh, and Bella drives. Is that important? No. Yeah, that's important. Because it was part of the whole discussion. It was part of the the uh, bargaining. Like, oh. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. They're stupid negotiating. They look stupid uh, negotiating. Then we see Edward's white sleeveless button sleeveless, down. Sleeveless, unbuttoned. 
buttoned up. <laughs> unbuttoned. Why did he have to take it off before <laughs> the hike? I don't know because he doesn't feel Why temperatures. Just I know, he do it at the he meadow. Hot. He doesn't feel hot. And then they walk oh. up to the meadow, and he's about to walk out into the sun and the chaperones. Yes, yeah. and it is very beautiful. And Bella is captured by how beautiful the meadow is until she remembers that the reason she's there is to see Edward uh, without a shirt on. I... She's like, oh yeah, I get to see what happens to him in the sun. I give us... I give us a 10! A 4.45. <laughs> okay, so the first time we recorded this episode, Melissa got a 4. Because she spent oh, yeah, way too long on so how bad. Bella doesn't care about sports. And to be honest, <laughs> collectively, I'm going to give us like a 2.5. <laughs> I give us a I, 10. I think we did a great job. I think Melissa did a better job last week than we just did recap. <laughs> I really wish it could have hurt it listeners because we were fucking roasting her. For being it, honest, it of course you would say that. <laughs> anyway, this chapter. Do we have further thoughts? <laughs> no, that's the episode. Goodbye. <laughs> I don't remember what we talked about. <laughs> Me neither. Listen, we're gonna figure I just it out. Want to talk about the otters. <laughs> the otters. <laughs> they were so cute and playful. All right, so Jacob and Billy come over. Yeah. Bella's cooking. <laughs> and, okay, we did talk. Oh, my God. <laughs> we did talk about, because I had a question that was like, what do we think Billy actually said to Charlie? Like, when they had their fight about the Cullens the first time oh, around, yeah. do you think Billy was like, hello, as your friend who loves you, I must warn you, they're vampires? <laughs> Probably not, but maybe. Right. Well, that would have broken the treaty and we would have heard about it. Yeah, we would have heard about yeah. that shit. I feel true, like true. Charlie probably just went off on one of his like weird, like, aren't they so amazing? Aren't these children who are perfect and don't act like teenagers, so great for me, a cop. And <laughs> Billy was like, they're not what you think they are. And then Charlie was like, how could you dare say that about such a perfect, beautiful family? Charlie's like, you're the biggest, And then actually. Billy's like, have you ever noticed how deathly pale they are? <laughs> and Charlie was like, you can't judge a person on their skin <laughs> on color, On their skin Billy. color, yeah. Billy. <laughs> That's very inappropriate. <laughs> and Billy was like, wow, that's really inappropriate for you to say to me. And oh, now we're in a fight. Now we're in a fight. Uh, but Jacob was like, they haven't really spoken since then. Yeah, that's which, actually pretty intense. Yeah, and it's a bummer because, like, Charlie, like, had his beloved daughter move back in with him. A big life change. I'm sure there were a lot of emotions. I love and he couldn't talk friendship. to his best friend about it. Yeah. And he probably wasn't talking to Carlisle Cullen about it You either. know Charlie doesn't have anyone else to talk to. He definitely no. doesn't have other friends. How long ago do we think this happened? Like, I don't know. The Cullens have only been in town a couple years. Because it's been that it's long. That. Yeah. So it's been like a year you think it's been a whole year that they like aren't talking that'd be crazy i think a year minimum (laughs) okay then this scene is way less intense than it should be (laughs) it should be because billy just walks up and is like yo can we watch this game (laughs) you want to watch this uh sports game with me you know if they're like brothers deep down that is kind of how siblings that is how yes that is how me and my sister uh resolve arguments which is we just pretend they didn't happen charlie is like this is a surprise and billy says it's been too long i hope it's not a bad time and then charlie's like no and now everything's forgiven it's great you can stay for the game and then everything's good again everything's good again they're being again <laughs> and listen this is exactly how i think grown men would apologize to one another yeah that's i possible. agree i don't think they if you're a grown man please let yeah. us grown man <laughs> uh we i say melissa doesn't but i say i don't have favorite listeners oh, melissa's like the patrons 
But uh, <laughs> if I were to pick a favorite listener, no, my favorite listener, the grown man who like oh, yeah, subscribed to our Patreon <laughs> at the highest level gave us a hundred dollars a month for like four months in a because row, and then didn't even us. want to be on our podcast. No, yeah. he listened to us. And he I was just fan. like, "Sir, you rock! Yeah, you rock! This is good how you be a man." <laughs> I was like, "You're a patron of the arts, like for real." That's true. Oh my god, are we the arts? Yeah, if we have any listeners who just like have an extra hundo a month, <laughs> if you want to kick our way. Olivia's still unemployed. I mean, actually, I She's don't think I would say that anymore. I feel yeah, pretty employed. You're a full-time freelancer. Yeah, okay, I'm like well, pretty full-time. I'm just saying, if you want to fucking milk it to get a hundred dollars, <laughs> yeah, you that's true. You should milk it. You're unemployed. <laughs> you should be like, <laughs> if you'd like to be a patron of the arts, head on over to our Patreon, which we're gonna pause uh, for a second pa- month <laughs> in a row. Actually, look, we're behind on our bonuses. Listen, uh, I also. Um, I posted a poll about whether people would want merch, and people actually replied to it, so thank you. And if you might possibly be interested in merch as part of a Patreon tier, please go vote on that poll so that we are Yeah, tell us what kind of merch you want. Yeah, that's what the poll is. Oh, you know what we should do? Okay, I have an idea. We should make the, like, plastic vampire fangs (laughs) that say Twilight Phase on them. Okay, well, that sounds a little bit more logistically complicated than listing like bugs a that Patreon can create for us, but we'll look into it. Okay, no, this is we an amazing question. We should get vampire grills. Yeah, that's like what I'm imagining. I mean, you said plastic vampire fangs. Yeah, but it Low would say Twilight grills. phase in like no, a... No, I'm talking about like grills. Yeah. That's okay. Like, well, anyways, uh, go oh, yeah. tell us on our Patreon if you want merch, and we may or may not do it. Yeah. Yeah. Then Charlie and Bella are talking about gym class, <laughs> and Charlie is like, "So, like, do you like Mike Newton? <laughs> Why don't you ask him to the dance?" And Bella's like, "I don't dance." And he's like, "Oh, right. That makes sense." L O L O L. Then Edward picks her up for school and refuses to answer any questions, which is yeah. honestly rude. Yeah, that was annoying. Like, I remember she spent, talking about this. She only got one day asking questions, and then he's like, well, actually, I'm not done asking you questions, so I get it as long as I want. Why does he get to decide? I have no idea. Also, How... if I were Bella, I would insist on talking about the whole Billy thing. I was like, you got real weird when Billy showed up, and also... Yeah. Oh, yeah, she doesn't Billy she doesn't was real weird. It. Does Billy know you're a vampire? <laughs> Another thing she doesn't say is when he's like, okay, well, like, we'll just, Alice, we'll just go get your truck because I can't drive you home from school. And she thinks to herself how her key is in a pocket of a pair of jeans that's in a pile of laundry. And she's just like, okay, good luck with that. How do we think, Alice, do you think she just looked into the future? Because when I was reading this, I definitely envisioned her smelling the keys out. Sniffing it out. I think it's a combination. Like... When she gets to the house, she looks into the future of herself checking different places until she finds out where the key is. That's so which, annoying. Like, she probably should have just been able to smell where the key the was key. then, too. Uh, and Keys then inside, I think she followed her nose. But Bella's really like, ooh, how mysterious. How mysterious. And then Instead never of like, asks. This is upsetting. Yeah, and like, she's not like, what, are you going to dig through all my laundry? My dirty, dirty laundry? Yeah. <laughs> like, does she not sweat? You're not worried that your t-shirt's gonna smell bad and they're gonna smell it? I don't want anyone, not me, going through my dirty laundry. I know, right? Especially not, not the sister of the boy I'm obsessed with. Oh my no. god. He's like super fashionable and Who's cute super and cool. hot? God! <laughs> I'd be like, no, I insist on walking home. Um, You will not go through my laundry. Oh yeah, this was something funny that you said. You said something funny, (laughs) Melissa, about, like, Bella choosing to walk. There's a moment, I think, in this chapter where Bella can either have a difficult conversation or walk home, and she just starts walking home. (laughs) Do you guys remember this? Oh my god, I can't believe I reread the wrong That was in a previous chapter where she's like... It was in a movie where she's just like, well, uh, I'm just gonna go home. Leave. I'm just 
that. I'll leave then. Right, but Edward is waiting for her outside, and she's like, oh, I guess I don't have to, like, leave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is really funny in this chapter that Bella's like, they're not going to be able to find my key. It's fine. I'll just walk home. It's like, you are the most popular girl in school. You can get a <laughs> ride. Yeah, yeah, you know who would give you a ride? Mike Newton. Literally yeah. anyone. Jessica. It's not Angela. a big town. Literally anyone. Tyler. Yeah, pick one of your friends. If you don't want to lead Mike on, be like, hey, Angela. True. You're the one I like. They've already given her a ride to Port Angeles. I'm sure they yeah. can go to her house. Nope. But anyways, then she's like, why are you hunting with Alice? And he's like, well, Alice is the most supportive and she's like, what are, what is everybody else? And she looks over where they're all sitting, staring in opposite, opposite direct. directions. Just <laughs> <laughs> so bizarre. <laughs> Just a bunch of people sitting at a table, staring at different walls. Just a bunch of people sitting at a table, staring at different walls. <laughs> and she's like, oh, so they all hate me. And he's like, no, they just really don't get it yeah they don't want to get why i can't leave you alone and like all right that's fair i mean and I his answer is mostly that he that she surprises him so like really we're only here because he can't read her mind and the blood thing well what he says is that she fascinates him mm-hmm. so you know it's there are layers because there's the blood thing which is fascinating there's the the mind the blocking mind but it's also, like, what he is getting from her through other people's minds. He's like, mm. she's a nice person. A nice person. <laughs> the only nice but person in the world? Do you think she would be as surprising if he could hear her thoughts? Like, would her thoughts be equally as surprising to him? Or is it like, so. well, yeah, when people talk words and you don't know what they're thinking, sometimes Like, are you trying to tell me that all people, all of them, think exactly the same thing in exactly the same way? I find that highly unreal. No, they definitely don't. So, I doubt Bella's mind is any specialer than any of ours. Yeah, I feel like... It's a mystique. I kind of feel like Edward would still be into it. Because when Bella does speak what she is really thinking, he's really into all those thoughts. (laughs) I think that's simply because he has no mind context. Cause, yeah, because like, wow, he has no have, idea what's coming I have next. no idea what's coming out of your mouth. Yeah, like, uh, there's this YouTube channel that I really like uh, that doesn't post anymore. I have probably shown it to both of you called Lee Ziki, who's this woman who lives in Sichuan, China. And she just, like, cooks stuff, like, yes! from, yes. you know, planting the plant right. all the wow. way through to, like, eating the thing. And the cuisine is just, like, different enough. And I, you know, I'm not, like, a gardener, so I only know some food stuff. But anyways, she just, like, every step takes me by surprise. Like, I have no idea (laughs) what she's going to do with this sweet potato. (laughs) And then, yeah, she, like, grinds it up, and then she adds water to it, and then she takes all the water out of it, and then she, like, leaves it for two months. And And I'm like, I have no idea what's coming next. (laughs) And listen, the content of the things that she's doing aren't that exciting right like, she's just making like food. it's a it's a regular yeah. thing but it's the surprise like, you know, it's that's mystique. interesting to yeah. me i'm like what is she <laughs> cooking right now <laughs> and it ends up being like sweet potato starch sticks that are like jelly texture do you yeah. ever feel like upset that you will probably never try the food Sometimes, yeah. I'm like, wow, I wish I could eat that. I have no idea. Like, I didn't know what half of those spices were that went into it, so I can't imagine what it tastes like because I don't even know what the spices are. And that is that not what Edward thinks exactly? And so this is my long metaphor for how I think that he would still love Bella if he couldn't read her mind, but I don't know if he would be, like, so into it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think that Bella would still love Edward if she could read his mind? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, because Bella loves how hot he is. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Um, I do think that reading Edward's mind would be a little bit insufferable, but <laughs> yeah. she but like she, he's insufferable anyway, and she's like oh yeah, my and God. she's into it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's like very like they angsty, really are and I feel like other. she's into yeah. the angst. She's exactly. like, wow, he just feels so deeply. He's so self-sacrificing, and it's so hot. 
he's such a good person. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I definitely think they would still love each other. Oh, yeah. Like, wow. they still are meant for each other. It's just, you know, will they, would, would they still have the beginning, uh, je ne sais quoi. Yeah, like, really know? intense. Yeah. They would just have, like, Who a knows? normal beginning to their a relationship. Normal Whoa, beginning? hang on. Think, if they could read each other's minds, it'd be like an echo chamber. It'd be like looking into a mirror that's facing a mirror. You're so right. Oh, I would leave immediately. It'd be horrible. It'd be like, I mean, like electronic feedback, you know? I'm not convinced that a couple who where one of them can read the other's mind but not the other way around i'm not sure that couple could like exist and survive no and if they could both read each other's minds maybe it would work but it sounds miserable that's just like you don't have a filter you know yeah you're just talking at each other constantly and like you don't get to like filter out the little like unkind things that you think sometimes Mm -hmm. and then like edit in your own head Like, you don't get to choose when to pick your battles. The battles just happen as soon as you have the first thought about listen, that thing. I have some shitty thoughts. Like, roll back. Roll back. Yeah. But we have you the know, privilege of filtering them out. Mm-hmm. And listen, like, I, I think say it would be I don't have rough. full control over my shitty thoughts. Sometimes right. my brain, you know, it just goes just there. It just does stuff. It just does and it. sometimes I think, well, that was mean to think. And then I think something meaner. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you think that was mean. <laughs> Let's see what else I can and come sometimes I mean on purpose, okay? Because I'm not mean on, pur- on purpose. Sometimes it's mouth. a little fun. So like, yeah, but you choose. You get yes. to choose when you're a little mean out loud. Uh-huh. Yeah, and if true. you didn't, if you couldn't choose when you were a little mean to your partner, oh god, like that sounds like a recipe for disaster. That really would suck because I'm sure that we've all had this experience where you hear how something comes out of your mouth and it just like, does not come across like, like the way it sounded in your head. Nope. Yeah. It's like imagine all <laughs> of your sentences always. being that way. Yeah. Always. Oh my god, I can't even think about it. Too painful. I mean, I guess if you could read people's mind, though, you would find a partner who thinks the least amount of bad things about you. A himbo, maybe. <laughs> right, but I don't know. I think there's some there's something about like being in close proximity yes, to somebody at all times that like no matter who it's it is, no matter yeah. who the two of you are, right. you're gonna be annoyed. Yes. At some point, you're gonna think something. That's very true. Not a thing that you would say out loud. It's very true. It's true. Imagine trying to go to sleep next to somebody who thoughts <gasps> you can hear. That sounds impossible. impossible. Imagine trying to sleep and you hear like one little sheep. Two little <laughs> sheep. Oh my Stop God, counting so... sheep. That would be the only way that, that I feel like horrible. you could do it. Is because ca- other... you'd have to do a, an you'd activity to together. It... In, yeah. yeah. You would you'd both have, have to count sheep together, or you'd have to have <laughs> yeah. something playing. Yeah. Imagine you could both listen to it at the same time. If the other person was oh asleep, so you were just like listening to their dreams. Oh, oh. Like, yeah. Edward never says stuff. if he yeah. can listen to people's dreams. Well, Doesn't he watch Renesmee? I dream? guess it, yes. I think it depends on how they dream how because they dream. he. But well, because was that he when only she gets was, like touching. He only gets yeah. He gets words. Right, like right. He, he only get, receives words. He doesn't get feelings or, or images. That's I why he think. thought Charlie was slow. Just had thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I feel like I primarily dream in pictures. I mean, I have no idea. Dreams, I mean, I think, like who could who can who know? Can like it feels but sometimes like you're thinking words and thoughts, but then like no, I'm pretty it sure could I don't be that, that like that was two seconds of actual time so like who knows i mean yeah dream world is you know cuckoo land but i'm pretty sure i don't dream in sentences probably not but but that is how i think yeah probably not yeah i think in sentences for sure as discussed i cannot think in pictures which is right disappointing yeah do you dream in pictures though Yes! Isn't that annoying? That is fascinating. Whoa. Because it's like, okay, clearly my subconscious brain has an ability that my conscious brain does not have access to. That's why. Your conscious brain is a, I was about to say a dummy, but that's insane. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, yeah, so that would be a thing that coming out of your mouth are just worse. different. <laughs> I was kind of thinking, like, if I, like, take a psychedelic, can mm. I, like, merge my brain? Merge maybe. them. This Listen, is what psychedelics are for. Maybe. Listen, maybe I want to take do some unnecessary right, cold medicine. I just want to do drug use. All right, Liz, we got to keep it rolling. What else is there to talk about? We haven't talked about the fact that Bella doesn't ever think the words, he might murder me. Oh, yeah, true. But she, she does, does accept she those consequences as a possibility for herself. Right. right. For example, he's like, well, you know, it's just dangerous for more than just me if after spending so much time with you so publicly. <sighs> she's like, if? And he goes, if this ends badly. And she does not think like, to herself, what does, that mean? What right. does badly mean? What does badly mean? I guess that means that I don't come home. And if I don't come home, that's because that... he's eaten me. Yeah, it's just understood. She Instead, like, doesn't even have to say it. His but, anguish like, was plain. I, I yearned to comfort him. To put it to words at some point. like I that... realized slowly that his words should frighten me. I waited for that fear to come. But all I could seem to feel was an ache for his pain. Like, so oh, she's no, just like he wants to kill me I'm so sorry. I feel more about him than about my own death and so that's just how it is she's in a deep you know like deep. Bella's I'm down deep. bad down bad and you know haven't we all been there I don't know if I've been there to that extent <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know I, look I really love Scott but if I knew that he, like, really wanted to murder me... <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I'd be okay. in it. But yeah. in the very beginning, like, in that little sweet... Hun- like, in the little sweet honeymoony phase, maybe. Okay, it- but here's the thing. She knows, like... Well, I was gonna say she knows really early that he wants to murder her, but she doesn't actually. The whole point of this chapter right, is, is that-, that she's already decided. Right. Yeah. She, like, she also thinks to herself very vaguely, if things went wrong, I refuse to dwell on the last thought. And I'm like, please, please, please dwell. dwell. I want to know what you're thinking. But she's I feel like, like, okay, don't dwell, but maybe think about it a little. Just a little bit. But instead. Instead we get her doing laundry. She's like, our relationship couldn't continue to balance as it did on the point of a knife. We would fall off one edge or the other, depending entirely upon his decision or his instincts. My decision was made, made before I'd ever consciously chosen, and I was committed to seeing it through. Which, narratively, is is so annoying and boring. She's like, well, I made my choice, and by I made my choice, I mean that I never chose. Because I my decision no was made. I had no choice when I made my choice. And so my choice has been made. And so I so have no agency. On this other person. Everything depends on what he decides, if he murders me or not. Which is literally the opposite of all of my narrative advice to authors. <laughs> yeah. Like, what you want is people making choices all the way through, having agency, doing, choosing paths, making mistakes. And she literally is like, I never chose. I chose back then. It wasn't a choice. And now there's nothing I can do but watch what happens to me. Yeah, and we tried to fix this. What did we say? It was like, if Bella, what choice did we, like, institute for her? I remember thinking, like, it was really Like, if she really cared about her future in some way, but that, yeah, that doesn't come up yet. It was like, maybe something with Charlie. Oh, it was like, I think it was maybe, like, Spending time with Charlie, they're laughing, you know, like, Billy and Jacob have gone, and Bella is kind of thinking, like, I lived so long with just my mom, and now I'm, like, really getting this time with my dad. Am I ready to risk losing this relationship that, like, means so much to me? I really love my dad, and this is so special. my mom and my dad be upset that I'm dead? Yeah. I also feel like she could... She could still decide to go with him, obviously, and be like, oh, okay, well, yeah. I'm going to, like, decide, like, I'm not going to not hang out with him, so I'm <laughs> going to go. But also I could, like, learn some things about how to kill vampires and, like, just see how right. this goes. You could have some backup plans. You could, yeah. I don't know, something. 
It would be, like, really funny if Edward came to pick her up and she had, like, a garlic clove in her back pocket. (laughs) And he was like, oh, that's, like, so cute of you. (laughs) She has her little piece of wood. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just decide that she's, she's gonna fuck around and find out. But not that, like, well, if I die, I die. Right. Or just, like, like, I feel like... I'm gonna learn how to kill vampires doesn't really jive with Bella's character. No, not at all. No. <laughs> but like go ahead and tell people you're gonna be with Edward. Listen, like at least You can have you can be you can decide that you wanna be with Edward and also be worried slash not want to die. Yeah. Both yeah, like I don't think those are incompatible things. Concurrently. <laughs> this Put is a on like and. a long sleeve sweater and a coat. <laughs> right. But, like, the way Stephanie's written it is, like, if she decides to be with Edward, then she cannot also want to Be worried to about live. dying. Yeah. <laughs> she's just, like, she loves him so much that she's more concerned for his reputation than for her yeah. life. It's because she's, like, a good, self-sacrificing, moral woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I gotta say, while this is narratively frustrating, the image... Our relationship couldn't continue to balance as it did on the point of a knife. Sick. Sick. For sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. Great job, Stephanie. Like, you killed that. I mean, and she does give us some of her feelings as far as, like, tomorrow is going to be momentous. Oh, my God, finally. In some way. And She does have some emotions in this chapter. She has some emotions. Which is fantastic. And my favorite sentence is while well, she's doing laundry. She's fucking doing her laundry. <laughs> but she says, like, her mind has free, too much free time. Um, she says, I fluctuated between anticipation so intense that it was very nearly pain and an insidious fear that picked up my resolve. Love it. Love it! Great Love sentence! It. Because also, insidious that is a feeling fear. that I can relate to. Because there was once a time where there was a boy coming here to New York City, and I wanted it to happen so bad, but I also mm. thought I was going to puke every single second leading mm-hmm. up until that day. And it was like, I don't want to... See, this is this is, this is is the stuff that I wanted. Like, I simultaneously am going to puke and die, but also I need it to happen. Yes. Yeah. You know? Like... Yeah. I never like there there it was just a brief moment in time and I never experienced a dichotomy of emotions like that before and it was amazing and awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you don't want to puke and die but you know how sometimes after you puke you, you got to puke. <laughs> yeah. Know? Also insidious fear good band name. What do we think? <laughs> that is did you say that last time too? I don't think so. I think this is new. That's a fresh thought. That's a fresh thought. Yeah. For all so I feel like I know. I don't remember anything from last yeah, time. We have to keep reading the rest of this paragraph, too. I feel like this is all, like, the most important stuff. Yes. Yeah, it rocks. Oh, am I doing it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I had to keep reminding myself that I'd made my choice and I wasn't going back on it. I pulled his note out of my pocket much more often than necessary to absorb the two small words he'd written. He wants me to be safe. (laughs) I told myself again and again. I would just hold on to the faith that, in the end, that desire would win out over the others. And what was my other choice? To cut him out of my life? Intolerable. Besides, since I'd come to Forks, it really seemed like my life was about him. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my well, god. I hate that part. First of all, what black and white thinking that it's like yes. either I decide to just throw caution to the wind and maybe die or never see, never him, see again, him again ever. Yeah. Which are not her only two options. They are not the only two options. She could choose only to see him in public places until she knows if he <laughs> if she can trust him. She yeah. could go to the meta with him alone but tell everybody that that's exactly what she's doing and be like please come get me if i'm not home by eight <laughs> <laughs> listen i can so one of the things i talk about in therapy is i also subscribe to black and white thinking sometimes and that is because it's easier than trying to overthink what every possibility is mm. you know mm-hmm. like if you're Saves overthinking time. if you're an overthinking person <laughs> black and white thinking really just 
helps cut out the rabble, wow. you know? Never heard that Especially before. when one choice is intolerable. Uh, right, then it's like, okay, then I'm okay, doing well, then, And so, like, it's <laughs> kind of like Decision made, never have to think about it again. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, my black and white thinking is my, like, defense mechanism to yeah. be like, okay, well, this is the only way I could make a decision in any mm-hmm. kind of, like, timely fashion. Interesting. <laughs> but that, this that, that does not seem to be Bella's problem, overthinking things. Uh, no, her her flaw is being overly is, decisive. Overly decided. And then forgetting <laughs> that she could change her mind at any time if she really wanted yeah. to. I think it's kind of funny that Bella isn't isn't taking into account what Edward wants beyond will he be able to not kill me or not. Like, <laughs> she says, like, oh, what if I'm not interesting enough, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Like, she has those fears, but I don't know about you guys, but I don't feel... that fear no like it really feels like she's like yeah i'm gonna be around him and he's gonna be around (laughs) me like the decision is can he resist my blood not (laughs) are we gonna get along (laughs) no she is like i think it's really funny it's like a weird confidence well she does say out loud to him that she's worried that he won't think she's interesting enough but we don't get that like, much internally. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really happen internally. And if I'm being honest, that usually happens all internally and not at all verbally. Well, she says at the beginning of this chapter, she's like, when he's like, well, my siblings don't really understand why I can't leave you alone. She's like, neither do I, for that matter. <laughs> so she's like, Which, I don't really know what you're doing here. I read she just that. It, though. <laughs> I think I'm pro- like projecting a bias because I read that as a little bit of like fishing for complos. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I don't get it either. Why I don't so think that's Bella's vibe, but no, it's not. But that's what I'm gonna project. <laughs> okay, and then we have to talk about. Besides, since I'd come to Forks, it really seemed my like my life was about him, which but... I like. Yeah, Melissa really hates this line. Hate it. I feel, I feel like, like fair enough. I should hate it, but I actually don't because I have had periods in my life where I'm like, yeah, the only thing that matters is my crush on this person. Like sure. everything else in my life is completely like boring and uninteresting sure. and I don't care about it. And all I can think about is this person. Yes. Fair. Edward did save her life under impossible circumstances. <laughs> yeah. What, so, would, what else would you be thinking and about? And he is yeah. the hottest person alive. Yeah, and he like, talks to her. Literally, her life existence is currently thanks to him. Because she would have been squished by that. Squished. So, like... But I, I, I don't it. like the the, set, the framing of that her life is about him. Because it's very reductive. It's just that maybe it's the phrasing in Yeah, particular. it's the phrasing. It's not, like, all I can think about, all that matters right. to me is it's no, like, spending time with him. All of, everything about me is about him. Right. Yeah, instead of, like, my life is currently revolving right. around right. him. Yeah. Right. Which yeah. is true, because it's, yes. Yes. Her, her life is, like, held in his hands right now. Right. Even true. if she was like, because... stay away from me, I'm over you, he could come back at any time sure. and yes. murder her. But, like, I, but, like, her life is not about him. Like, this is yeah, not Edward's, you know. Yeah, it's about her. It's still Edward's her life. Show. And still her feelings character. about him. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> it just happens. Her thoughts and life do happen to be all about him right now. <laughs> <laughs> the next then... sentence is also really good. Go ahead. But a tiny voice in the back of my head worried, wondering if it would hurt very much if it ended badly. This is, like, our one, like, little moment of fear where she's like, but if he does murder me, like, hopefully it's quick. Okay, question. Do you think that her non-explicit vague thinking about her own death is anything to do with, like, this being YA and the genre and either, like, the time when this came out or Stephanie's assumptions about YA that may or may not be true? I don't personally think so because of the fact, like, the writing around the end scene. The death. We get, like, we get a very sort of, like, play by play 
of you oh know, the actual climax, like the the gory violence. You yeah, mean? yeah. Which so is like, only talking around explicit. it here is weird to me. When I think no the fact of this that she book, talks... like James throwing her around the ballet studio, yeah. is like oh, pretty yeah, gory. True. Yeah, I think the fact she talks around her own death and around the sex thing makes it to me that indicates that's like a Stephanie Meyer writing style as opposed mm-hmm. to like the mores of the time. A decision time. about... Oh, yeah, because she never really talks about... She... Like, what in Eclipse? She's like, oh, I ripped off his head. Like, I don't know. It's <laughs> it's not really, like, a death. Yeah. Mm, I, mm-hmm. I give this note to authors sometimes, like, there's information about the story in your head, and you need to, like, actually put it on the page. <laughs> Like, we're not like, readers. you'll be like talking to an author and you'll be like, I have a question. Like, how does this work? And they'll be like, oh, like this. And it's like, okay, well. Okay, you never explain that. <laughs> yeah, write, write that. Like, put that down. Definitely that I feel needs like to be Stephanie kind of has like a chronic case of having. It's like, well, obviously he head. would murder her. Yeah. Right. And it's like, murder. okay, but how does she feel about that? <laughs> yeah. Well, she feels bad. Okay, well, write it. <laughs> You can always pull it back. The fact that she yeah. talks around this stuff is part of why it's so enigmatic and mysterious and like compelling. And sometimes and weird. it's good, which is yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's good, but sometimes and it could be even better. So by frustrating. Writing it. A, a couple nuggets sprinkled yeah. throughout, you know. Yeah. Okay, so Edward comes to pick her up to go to the meadow. She still doesn't know where they're going. She has convinced him to let her drive. They both have their tan sweaters and white shirts <laughs> and jeans on. Super hot. I love matching out. She doesn't want to hike. And he's like, oh, he's all mad that he that she changed her story. But like, whatever, you know. Yeah, and he's like, I will the same conversation. Yeah. And he's mad that like she cares more about his reputation than her own life. Which like fair play to Edward because okay. he's correct. Yeah, she should probably care more about being alive than his reputation. Yeah, because it's like they'd be fine to the extreme. Like honestly, if this if if he killed Bella, they would like leave before it even hit the news that she was missing. They would just disappear, and nobody would ever hear about them again. And like, oh no, Carlisle has to get a new job. Like, so what? Like, yeah, they would get new ideas. Rosalie would be like, thank God we get to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Like they would handle it. <laughs> yeah, it would yeah. be fine actually. They'd go to Isle Esme and like swim around the coral Just hang out re- for ten just years. Just hang out for ten, twenty years, which yeah, is nothing yeah. for them. Yeah, whatever. Come back. Yeah, she really treats them like normal people, but it's like they could fuck off for twenty they years. They could fuck and, off like, for twenty years. Whatever. Longer. Longer. Yeah. yeah. Way Easily. Longer. Way longer. But, you know, to be fair, Bella doesn't know all this. Bella doesn't know that because she doesn't ask any questions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And they walk through. Bella has a a whole attitude the whole time. (laughs) And I at least was like, I like that she's being authentic. Like, she's not being fake happy. Nope. So that a boy will like She's like hiking. She's like, fuck you. Fuck you. Why would you think that hiking was a good idea, though? Yeah, she's, like, having a little temper tantrum. (laughs) (laughs) But she's really happy about his white sleeveless button-down. That he unbuttoned Because she can see the smooth white skin of his throat. Ew. Uninterrupted over the marble contours of his chest. Immediately unbuttons. Yeah, the which way makes no she sense. He wants him really sounds like not that hot. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, so white and glistening. <laughs> like, like marble. You know Ew. what I always wanted to get with? A marble, marble. statue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then look. It's, it's really funny. Like, we all just accepted that he was really hot. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, this that's did all, not that's, bother. She literally all. She's like, he's so hot. And we're like, and you're wow, like, okay, he yeah. is so <laughs> hot. Right. He's the hottest. <laughs> he's the hottest. She was like a sideways crooked smile, and we were like, we're gone. Ah! we're done. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe we, maybe we prefer that Stephanie doesn't go into details about. Yeah, maybe the point is that it's fake. <laughs> like, I kind of hate that she just like calls him like an angel and oh, godlike. Yeah. 
Ugh. But I can just imagine him however I want in my head. Exactly. So. Yeah. Okay, I have a worst because it's related. Oh yeah, that is like pretty much the end. Like they yeah, get to the meadow they and get to he's the meadow, like and that's where the chapter ends. And she's like, "Oh yeah, I get to see what he looks like in the sun." I forgot. And then it That's exciting. Yeah, it's going to be a it's a good it's one. It's going to be a good week. next chapter. Yeah. <laughs> my worst sentence is right before the description of like how hot he is with his marble <laughs> contours and whatever. <laughs> he turned then with a mocking smile and I stifled a gasp. I'm sorry, no one is so hot <laughs> that you're gasping. That, you that I am like <gasps> <laughs> Especially like just like your musculature. Um, like all he did was like take off his sweater and unbutton his shirt. It wasn't yeah, like she's, she's like, seeing him <gasps> naked for the first time. <laughs> like, her oxygen mask is being deployed from the airplane. <laughs> and she's strapping it. Well, this is, that's what, maybe, this has to be a hotness that we have just never yeah, seen Yeah, maybe before. we've never yeah, experienced it's supernaturally kind of hot. Supernaturally hot. It's like, have I seen hot. someone that hot in no. person? Uh, I no, I can't have. Because it hasn't happened. I haven't Okay, this oxygen. is not that, but this does remind me that Melissa and I stumbled upon a film set in New York uh, <laughs> over our little break, which did not involve any hot people. Although no. Melissa was like... You guys were there. Everybody who they works were, on this set is cute. They were all very cute. But the, per- the star that we saw was Colin Farrell dressed up as the penguin, which yeah. is not hot. <laughs> Which is not hot. Is that like the like Batman villain? Yeah. Yes. yes. On the TV show, it took us a while to. We had to like find the little parking sheet that says the code of what production it is, and then Google what production it <laughs> right. was. But and then, then when I saw Colin Farrell, yeah, I was you like, Oh, that's he's he's playing Penguin right now. We're watching a Batman. Yeah, and we saw him do the same take like four times, and he walked up to a car like and said one minutes. line of dialogue, and then walked away from the car, and that was the whole take. And they just repeated that for half an it hour. It took so long in between. How did he do? I thought he crushed it every time. <laughs> Honestly, after the first one, we were like, they're redoing that? Why are they retaking that? that? I thought he did fine. Wait, why this are guy? you bringing the... Yes, but look yeah, that guy. Say Colin I mean, he, Farrell Penguin. He actually is okay. cute he when he's not dressed up IRL, as the Penguin. But yeah. not as the Penguin. He's unrecognizable. Oh, wow, I they didn't. really make him look really different. I could not, I didn't recognize him at all. I only That's recognize him because, face shape. Yeah, because like his face doesn't even look like It him. came up in the news like, look how different Colin Farrell looks. No, I think he's cuter <laughs> as the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm stifling a gasp right now. <laughs> okay, why did you bring this up? Um, because of hot people in person, I was thinking about how, like, I've never really seen, like, a movie star hot person in real life. Like, maybe if I saw a movie star hot person in real life, I'd be like, Pah. I'd be like, oh my god. No, see, wow. the thing is, I think they would look like a fucking person. Probably. <laughs> I did get lunch with a Ooh. celebrity Ooh. in LA. Who? Listeners, I can't disclose the name. <laughs> But I'll text it to you guys. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, you're, like, obviously very beautiful, but, like, indeed a real person. Like a person. Whereas, like, the photos that I've seen of this person. Okay, my worst sentence is when Bella goes up to talk to Jessica and she's, like, excited about (laughs) her day with Edward. And I have thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) And then she's like, oh, actually, my day with Edward has been canceled. And she was more disappointed than really necessary for a third party observer to be. I said <laughs> goodbye quickly after that. She's actually like your friend. Your and she friend! probably just like, who is really rooting for you. Yes. Like, yeah, actually, your day being canceled with Edward would be a deep disappointment since your life is about him now. And she's your friend. So <laughs> yeah. she knows that you're really obsessed a with him. Third party observer. And so she's Imagine probably like, telling... how is she pulling it together? Like, why isn't she more upset by this? Like, I'm upset about this. Yeah. I wrote in the margins, Imagine... fuck you. <laughs> Imagine if I, like, came over to you guys and I was like, Scott called off the wedding. And you guys were like, bummer. bummer. <laughs> That's what Bella wants. Bella wants Jessica to be like, stinks. Um, that stinks. 
then that's not friendship. Okay, talk and to you never. If she did that, Bella would probably be like, she was wow, just seething with, jes- with jealousy. <laughs> yes, uh, God. Okay, and my best is when they're in the car and Edward is like, were you planning to make it out of Forks before nightfall? And Bella comes back oh, with, yeah. this truck is old enough to be your car's grandfather. Have some re- respect. That's right. Because I like when Bella's Zing! sassy. Yeah. Um, my best is the, our relationship couldn't continue to balance as mm-hmm. it did on the point of a knife. Good one. My worst is probably, it's in line with what we've already talked about, but, um, it's just, the tense evening with Billy and Jacob seemed harmless enough now, semicolon. I decided to forget it completely. <laughs> she forgets it and never thinks about it again. <laughs> Effective. <laughs> We did it! We did it! Everybody, I'm astounded by how different I feel like this episode oh, came so out different. this time than the first time. Like, I how do we have so different. many thoughts? I don't, I don't get it. I felt very different. Yeah, and I feel like if we had reread the chapter, we would have had even <laughs> Maybe more it thoughts. Helped, you know, <laughs> just off the dome. I love that all of us. Well, Maya forgot. So I <laughs> did the homework. I just did the wrong homework. <laughs> because that means next week you're also gonna be like i don't remember what happened (laughs) but it won't be as bad because it was like a month since yeah it's been a long time yeah a lot happened yeah Yeah. when i sat down at my desk after being away for (laughs) so long and i remembered my login i feel like a genius (laughs) i was like i should go on jeopardy mine like a steel trap All right, anyways, email us with questions or comments at twilightfaithpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for coming back and hanging out with us. If you'd like to support us, like, subscribe, rate, review, follow along for updates, or support us at patreon.com slash twilightfacepodcast. Please go tell us if you would purchase merch from us. Thank you to our patrons, Melina, Karen, Ed, Laura, Andrea, Lamy, Chance, Kings Gambit, Melissa, Rachel, Spine, Hannah, Parker, Marissa, Emily, and Bridget. You can also follow us at Twilight underscore Phase on Twitter and Insta. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Audio editing by somebody. It wasn't me. I feel like I, like, just did it. (laughs) Am I wrong? A a month and a half ago? I'm pretty sure I was the last person who edited it. I have no idea. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mori. We'll be back next week. And if you don't like it, you can bite bite me. Bite me! Bye! Bye! Oof, that was a long one. Great. It really Which is funny, because, like, we had less to say. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs>